Welcome to Manual or Automatic. What gears are driving your career? This podcast gives you career and professional development tips you need in order to succeed wherever you are on the road or possible journey of career exploration. I am one of your drivers, Jeff Poulos, and riding shotgun with me, always in the seat, the fearless navigator, Adam Mayer. Okay, welcome to our uh, our first podcast here. Wow, uh, this is this is pretty wild. Yeah, very yeah. excited. Very excited. I know we did introductions in the uh, in our intro spiel, but I think this requires a more formal introduction, if you will. So, our host here for today are always moving forward. Sure, I'm Jeff Poulos. I'm a career advisor Bang. for the College of Humanities and Social Sciences, and joining me is. My name is Adam Mayer. I'm the Director of Career Development in the Center for Career Services here on campus. Awesome, awesome. So I think what we should do is, before we dive into some other, you know, brief topics, if you will, the overview of career services, what is the purpose of of this podcast? And and what are we trying to do and who are we trying to reach? Sure. We're trying to reach as many people as possible with the message of career services. Some folks don't know what it is. Some do. We want you guys to take advantage of the services that we offer, and it's soup to nuts. I mean, it's simple stuff like looking at your resume, giving you feedback, mm-hmm. to mock interviewing, events, career fairs, all kinds of preparation. And even once you guys out there graduate, we can work with alums from uh, from time to time and see what works out well. Yeah, and I think uh, just taking a deeper dive into that, we hope that mm-hmm. each episode that we do release discusses some sort of tips or tricks to career and professionalism while wherever you are on your search or on the road, if you will, metaphorically speaking. That's right. So I think just taking it from there, let's break it down. You know, each college, right, has their own career services team. So obviously myself and uh, my supervisor, Nadine Verna, Mm -hmm. are the uh, College of Humanities and Social Sciences, you know, career point guards. But each college, (laughs) really, we we really encourage each, you know, all students to network with, um, you know, their respective career services team. Sure. So career advising at Montclair State is based on major. Mm -hmm. So if you're undeclared, you work with me. Again, my name is Adam Mayer. And, you know, we can look at your likes, dislikes, translate that into job title, certainly translate that into major, a number of different things we can look at. Yep. Uh, but aside from that, if, you know, from a bio major, obviously it's science and math. My mm-hmm. career center director is Janae Hinson. I'm going to go to her for all my career services needs. And it's a nice thing because a lot of the career services at the university are tied to academic advising as well. And I know, Jeff, that's part of your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And each college, right, has their own academic and career services team. So I, I think I like to say we both have similar conversations, but the career folk kind of take that one step further so you have your generalist when you go to the doctor right yeah but then if you want to go see your specialist you go to the career services team boom but what is the driving vehicle adam what is what is our management uh software if you will that is the common thread uh throughout all career services here at montclair state absolutely huge point we offer what's called hire a red hawk Mm -hmm. every student every alum has access to this career management software. It's free. It's pretty easy to use. For current students, it knows your net ID. It knows your password. You're easy login. Super yeah. easy. Just go to Nest, log in there. You'll be able to access the services. Once you get in there, Hire Red Hawk knows their major, mm-hmm. even if they're uh, pre-major in this right. case. Right. And it will direct them 
to the calendar for each of the career services directors so they can make an appointment, sit down, talk about stuff, and, you know, really figure out what's going on. Yeah, and, and just hitting fast forward for a second, yeah. I mean, we have students have access to this even after Montclair, oh, yeah. life after Montclair as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So once they graduate, the show doesn't end. So, right. they're, they're, yeah, <laughs> they're going to work with alumni relations through what's called, at this point, it's called Montclair Connect. Once uh, alumni register with that service, within five to seven business days, their account is now activated into Hire Red Hawk, and they can go in at RSVP for events, check out what employers are coming to career fairs. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, register for webinars. I kind of, yeah. I kind of, yeah. And when I speak to students, I kind of phrase Hire Red Hawk as our kind of version of uh, Indeed, if you will. Sure. Indeed is obviously the leading job portal website, you know, that's out there on the internet. They're the big players, the big dogs. But big dogs. Yeah, Hire Red Hawk is our version of that because it's really employers contacting us specifically mm-hmm. looking for Montclair State students. Yeah. So essentially, Montclair State students are only kind of uh, competing with themselves, if you will, for you know these jobs. It's only exclusively to them. Yeah. So I kind of phrase it in that regards. But I think the important caveat point to highlight is that we can look for these jobs, kind of cast a wide net, sure. if you will, but... What's that one important thing that you need reviewed and approved through the system? It's a biggie. It's your resume. <laughs> yeah. So we've set up this system, and it might be a little bit annoying, but it's for everyone's best interest. Mm-hmm. So your resume, once it's uploaded to hire a Red Hog, it has to be approved. Yep. So we've seen some very interesting resumes, and when I say interesting, I mean bad. Oh, yeah. Sometimes there's a few some mistakes. Doozies. Yeah. So we review them as career services folks and, you know, give you comments those sort of things. Sometimes the resume is approved right away, and yep. it's off to the races, checking out jobs and internships. Sometimes it's not, which is cool too. Mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. give them feedback. You know, certainly make it a stronger document overall for the for the job search. Yeah, yeah, and I think what's also important to highlight is if the resume does need, yeah, a lot of love and affection, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you will get that note back that says, "Hey, thanks for uploading it," but. You know, we encourage you to come in, uh, make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Just easier to get the face-to-face versus going back and forth through the system as to what edits and, and you know comments are needed, feedback-wise, in order to get a stronger you know document moving forward. Absolutely. I think one, a few kind of features to highlight on Higher Red Hawk though is that every college utilizes the resource tab mm-hmm. in their own regard. Which, in case you know, for those sure. li- folks, people that are listening that need a resume, don't know where to start, the resource tab has what's called the document library. And we have a whole bunch of Bang. PDFs, templates. Yeah. And then you can kind of download as long as you have Microsoft Word and make sure. it your own. Sometimes folks use other people's resumes. Um, <laughs> somebody shared with me the other day. I said, dude, you got to work on your resume a little bit. This, this is not happening. And he's like, all right. You know, it's my girlfriend's resume. I just put my name on it. I'm like, that's not going to fly. No. She's, no. You know, let's, let's work this out. Right, so, right. Yeah, it's a good way to, to get feedback and, yeah, again, like I said, make it a stronger document. Yeah, and the resume, the tricky part that a lot of folks are aware of is that there's so many templates out there. There's no one right way. So I kind of phrase it in a way that, you know, it's what's going to work, what's going to get us those bites, mm-hmm. those hits, you know. So yeah. And what works for another industry may not work for, you know, a different one. Right. What works for a school of business may be different for the science students, you know. And again, all the all the more reason to have sort of – a specialist in career advising, which is what we offer here. Right. Yeah. 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 So definitely want to check that out. What's some other some other you know points we should highlight? You think before we before we move forward with with, with higher Red Hawk, if sure. you will. 
maybe uh, maybe you, our, where, well, where to go for events. Sure, yeah, where to go workshops. for workshops. So it's pretty intuitive, and it's similar to, as Jeff said, Indeed. Right. So it knows your major, and then it can suggest actual jobs mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Once you log in, you'll see it'll see you'll see recommended jobs on the right hand side. If you scroll down a bit, it will say career counseling. That's where you're going to click on to make that appointment. Oh yeah, that's a very good point to highlight. Yeah. 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 And no matter where you are on this journey, on this road of that's career right. exploration, or no matter what gear you are in, <laughs> just to plug that you know, manual <laughs> or automatic. Definitely recommend making that appointment. I think it's just key to put a face to the name. This is someone, you know, the career specialist is here to help you throughout your four years. Mm-hmm. Make a strategy, make a plan. I think one one rumor to to dispel is a lot of students think we just have things on hand in a file right. that I could just pull out and hand right here to you, you and say, this is perfect. This fits the bill. <laughs> Take it and run with it. Right. But that's not necessarily the case. It's Sometimes these it's a process. Yeah. It takes time. It takes a discernment, if you will, thinking about sure. what you want to do with your career, you know, is is key and where you want to go, you know, with that, you know. And what happens when you meet with your career advisor? You ask some really good questions, like yeah. you know, talk about networking, those kinds of things. And the more your career advisor knows you, when a job comes across his or her desk, the employer is gonna say, Do you know somebody? Yeah. And then you make that you make that connection. connection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's really, really important. As part of the show, I think every week we are gonna be talking about a topic, if yes. you will. But also we'd like to plug these events and workshops and things mm-hmm. that we are talking about. So I think two in particular, if you will, are your guide to landing the internship, um, which is going to be actually on Tuesday, October 1st. And I think the backpedal for a second, that, sure. that week, September 30th week is internship week. Okay. So that's one of our events that we want to plug. So your guide to landing the internship, student center, room 411, one to two. Did you say internship week is coming up? Yeah, I did say that. Holy smokes. <laughs> this is a big deal. It's a pretty big deal, right? Because that's that's what's going to give you that professionalism. That's right. That experience in the field. So that next event that we want to plug as well is Keys to Success in your internship search, which is going to be hosted by one of our good employers, Quest Diagnostics. Right also there. in the Student Center 411 from 3 to 4, same day. So definitely want to check that out. You're going to be probably mm-hmm. blown up with Red Hawk News email, letting you know what's going on, That's internship right. week. But yeah, I, I do want to save time for at the end since sure. we're, we're getting the five-minute warning here. I'm talking about uh, a segment that we actually do want to do at the end of each show, which is called uh, Entering the Final Lap. That's right? right. Play on with our, you know, our driving automatic and manual, you know, uh, metaphor. So Adam, entering the final lap. Would you like me to pose the question to you? Yes, would you? I would love to. Okay. Entering the final lap, this is our question, our last point for the day. If a font is clothing for words, what would you look like dressed as Comic Sans? Pennywise. (laughs) Did you see it too, by the way? No. no. Okay. Seen the trailers. It's it's pretty pretty trippy. Yeah, but... um, But If we look at it, you know, we're we're having fun with this. But font is important, Uh, you know... I mean, if we look at it now, Calibri has taken over where Times New Roman once was the default font right, in right. Word. So something like that works well, both online because it's backlit as mm-hmm. well as on paper if I'm bringing it to an interview or, you know, like a job fair. But Calibri sounds pretty good. Yeah. What else? I think Arial is, is Arial's fair game. Clean. Yep, clean. 
kudos to you if you're making it through the interview and you got that far using yeah. Comic Sans. All the power to you. <laughs> <laughs> you got some. You got some bragging rights. But the comic, worst font in the yeah. world. Comic Sans must die. Comic Sans. Yeah, Comic oh, yeah. Sans is used for that. You know, if best first and second grade. You know, Holy projects, smokes. things like that. But yeah, automatic X if you're using that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. And as a father of three children in, in uh, grade school, right, right, right. every missive, every communication I receive is penned in Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. So, all right. One other event, actually, I want to plug aside from absolutely um, the other two internship week workshops that I just was talking about is a biggie October second. Biggie, big one, big Gahuna October second <laughs> fall. <laughs> have way too much fun with this. Is the fall <laughs> career and internship fair, which is in University Hall. 1 to 4 p.m. So what what do you think, this is a big one because it casts the widest net. Huh. All students welcome. All, all sorts majors. of industries are going to be there, all majors. Yeah. What are, I see you got a nice list of questions here. We don't have to go through all of them, but sure. what are some good sure. pointers and keys to keep in mind when when or and before you go to this fair? So definitely research the employers beforehand. You will be able to get that list through what we mentioned earlier. Hire a Red Hawk. Mm -hmm. You'll see who's coming. So it's like a relationship. The more you know about that person, the easier the conversation's going to be. Right. So know about them. But when you get to their table, don't uh, what kind of jobs you got here? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. You want to, you know, ask them some pointed questions. A um, couple of them might be, uh, you know, what are some of the best ways to obtain a position in your industry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that gives the employer an opportunity to have that conversation. It's a back and forth. Right. So it's also personalized because you're talking about them and not about your needs right. as a job seeker, which is a That's pretty... That's key. Yeah. And key it, distinction. It's not a complex dynamic. We want to sort of ingratiate ourselves with them. Right. And by asking them about themselves is a, is a great way to start it off. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for those that don't have the fair on your radar, I think it's just a great idea. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great to just go experience, even if yeah. you're not in job search internship mode, just to know what it's like to network. I, I even tell students just a lot of employers give away tchotchke items, right? You know, free items. Tons of stuff. Go around the tables, just get familiar with the landscape, the lay of the land. Get business um, cards. Get business cards, network. You never know if that person, you know, will be at the fair in the next year or so or a couple years from down the road. So. Sure just something to keep in mind you know a good form of practice 70 80 percent of job seekers according to some studies just search online mm -hmm. and that's not too hot right. 70 to 80 percent of jobs on the other side are filled by networking so if i can get a business card i'm going to start up the relationship maybe send that employer a connection request through Absolutely. linkedin yeah i had a personal note i met you at the msu career fair tons of stuff there Great advice. Great advice. It's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this podcast is going to be about. So please, <laughs> nice. please tune in to our next episode, second episode, which will be uh, premiering next week mm -hmm. here. And uh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Stay tuned for more career tips and tricks coming down the road. Straight up. Thanks for listening.